Before we get started with today's podcast, a quick head up. This is actually an old podcast from the Elite Foundations that we decided was timely enough and important enough that we wanted to share it again. So for you old listeners from back of the Elite Foundation days, if this sounds familiar, there's a reason for it. But we felt it was very relevant and we wanted to share it again because it was impactful. So I hope you enjoyed the listen and I'll see you in the next pod. Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. How to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real-world results. I'm your host, Ida Marmorani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Hello and welcome to the Elite Foundations podcast. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be talking about boundaries. Itamar, hit me. All right, so the reason this came about is this is a problem I see with a lot of clients. And we also wanted to talk about this. Yeah. And we didn't have one big mega case study like, hey, this person, this was the only thing that changed and then everything went through the roof. But this is a crucial piece that I've seen with pretty much everybody who's had a big turnaround to really establish boundaries and to not have other things that they shouldn't have in their life weigh them down. And that's really what we want to talk about today. Yeah, I think this came about from me saying, you know, one of the biggest things I've kind of got from this situation of, you know, from me doing the arena before Christmas and in interacting with you in general has been that I've set much better boundaries. And you kind of said something like boundaries are, are bullshit or boundaries are, it's not about yeah. boundaries. It's not about, it's, it's not about setting boundaries and trying to enforce them. That's what I think the, the main problem is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that, but that, that's how it started. Similar to the values thing. I was like, Oh, I've been working on my values. My values are amazing. <laughs> You're like, your values are bullshit. Like, oh. I don't think I said it like that. I think it was a bit uh, more gentle, perhaps. I think I think I think, I, I think so. Uh, can I can I be honest with you? Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was sure. one of those. <laughs> Your values are bullshit. That's how it went down. <laughs> That's fair. That could have been it. That could have been it. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, right? this may be a whole other podcast, but um, this level of feedback seems really, really savage. But I I kind of feel that the more to the point feedback is the more constructive it can be without worrying too much about you know offending people especially with the kind of relationship we have the quicker you can grow and I always say feedback is a two-way thing it's one the person giving it and they do have to consider things but also the person receiving it can create a space where they can uh, really upgrade the level of feedback they receive by not taking things personally or emotionally but I think in order to do that you have to establish a, a desired outcome a mutual desired outcome so in like the military, you get very, you start giving very brutal feedback very quickly. And there's no thank yous or please, because there's no time for that. Because it's very, very clear that we want to be able to save each other's asses if something goes wrong and we have to communicate yeah. very crisp. Now it's like the same here as a friendship. We have really established that we want what's best for each other as friends. And because that's the underlying premise, it's easy for us to give each other feedback because we know the intention there is it's a positive one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then that is a different pod. That is a different. That's a whole discussion. Let's let's move back on to boundaries. That. Back to how shit my boundaries are. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. So this is the point I kind of want to make that I feel that setting boundaries and trying to to really enforce them, let's call it, is wasted energy. It's like you're wasting your energy on let's call it the symptom, not the root cause. The reality is that boundaries with others are just a downstream effect of clarifying who you really are. 
if you don't focus on boundaries and trying to set them and enforce them, but instead you focus on really defining, getting clear on who you are and what you're willing to accept in your life and what you're not, you actually won't need to enforce them as much because they'll be so clear to others. It's like how I think you've spoken about this before. If somebody says, ah, I'm not really in the mood for cake right now, people will be like, ah, have some cake. But if you say, no, I don't have any desserts before 6 p.m. People are like, okay, he doesn't have any. That's pretty clear. No need to test his boundaries. No need to push it. And I think there's a lot of wasted energy that people go into trying to enforce boundaries instead of just making very clear what they actually want. And then people can see that you're not clear. So, okay, let me, let me test that. Let me see if I can rattle that a bit. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that if you're not clear on what you want and yes, who you are by extension, then other people will sense that, will feel that, will identify that and will test it and push it. So by setting a boundary first, like I'm not going to eat dessert rather than having this kind of this, this definition of yourself, this view of yourself that, you know, for, for whatever reason, that's not something you do. It's very, it's a flimsy boundary you're not convinced by it. Therefore, no one else is convinced by it. Is that, is that about right? No. This is why I'm here. The way I would say it, it's, again, at the very, very, very core of it, you have to be clear on who you are and what you want out of life. So you have to be clear on what you want out of life. From that, you distill who you are, what kind of person you want to be. From that, you distill your boundaries. Now, most people don't even know what they want out of life, let alone who they need to be in order to have that. So they try to set these boundaries, but they, they don't really, they're not really bought into these boundaries. They're trying to say, oh, I should have these boundaries. Oh, I should yeah, not drink. Yeah. Oh, I should not eat this. But they can't really explain why. And yeah. people with this blink test, you can kind of see it. Yeah, you yeah. know, people test your boundaries because they want something. They want you to do something that they can enjoy as well. Drink with them, eat with them. Honestly, also give you unsolicited advice, whatever it may be. They want to enforce something onto your life. But if they see an opportunity there, they're more likely to try to engage it. If they're so clear that like there is no opportunity here, Emil yeah. just knows these is who this is who he is. This is what he doesn't accept in life. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I'm not. Gonna, I, feel, I, I feel no no need to waste energy trying to to challenge that. I, I feel we're saying the same thing, but you know you've you've thought it through more. But when you explain it, then I'm like that's what I'm trying to say. So no, it, it's it's good that you've mentioned that. And actually, a kind of I suppose a, example of that is like when you don't want to you know go on a go to a party or something and you say uh come to the party no i i can't or I, not tonight and that's kind of a, a firm boundary fine but if you say no i can't because i'm a little bit tired and you start kind of giving these bullshit excuses people see that as a gap and they're like oh but you only you only need to stay for a little bit or you know uh you can do the work you wanted to do tomorrow whereas if you're just like no, no not for me tonight thanks don't try and fluff around don't show the weakness don't show the the uncertainty perhaps yeah but again like if there'll be weakness if you have an eternal weakness if you're not exactly really settled into that idea and that's exactly. where you got to establish that like what do you really want yeah that's i think the big thing and you're going to go into this now but you kind of have to you, you have to start somewhere you know you have to almost start by setting i, I don't know is it a cyclical thing you kind of set the boundary and then look at who you want to be or look at who you want to be and then set the boundary and it kind of be option B. Option I B. think that's the best way to do it. You really get clear on who you are. And from there on the boundaries, again, they just happen. Cause it's but, so obvious to you what you want and you don't want. Now, let me put it this way in a tiny, tiny little way. It is cyclical because 
if you don't have any boundaries in your life, you won't have the time to really establish who you want to be and think about this stuff. If you're just allowing mm. people to take your time and have negative influences on you all the time, then you won't be able to get your head out of the water and really like understand what's going on. So it is that a little bit, but the primary thing is to mm. really get clear on what you want, then figure out who you need to be in order to have that. And then understand, yeah. okay, this person, what would their boundaries be? And so you can really buy into it. So then just to push that a little bit further, you've done, you know, what you want, who you need to be to, to achieve that. And then you almost need to see how that manifests in the world as in how does that look compared to a party? How does that look compared to a coffee? How does that look compared to things? So that's where I mean, kind of like, you almost need to make these decisions. You can't figure out all the examples straight away. Like, even though, yes, you want this and to do that, you need to do this, but then you have to figure out how that fits with the specific boundaries and cases. Yeah, yes, like, uh, yeah, I think Emerson said it best. I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically said, a man who grasps tactics will be lost once you diverge from the path, but the man who understands principles yeah. can apply tactics at will. And it's the same thing. If you understand from a principle level, like what are you interested in? What are you not interested in your life? Figuring that out on the spot is really easy and really simple. Yeah, uh, you're going to give some examples now. So I think that will help to kind of give practical advice in how this might look, right? Yeah. Um, so here's an interesting example. So one of my clients, he does consulting work and he asked me, you know what, like, how do you deal with all the requests that you get for people from asking for advice, free advice and so on and so on. I get inundated with my inbox. And I was like, take a guess how many requests I've gotten this year. And he was like hundreds. I was like, I've literally gotten one request from a former client asking me for 15 minutes. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I think it's just clear that people understand these are my boundaries. I'm not just going to devalue myself. And it's a lot of times about just, again, like this isn't a, a great example of how to do this, but to establishing that fact that if you really are sure in yourself, it shines through. People will know and you don't have to actually enforce the boundaries. I think that's the first thing I really want to get across. Like you don't have to enforce boundaries if you're really clear on them. I, I think we had this exact conversation a few weeks back. This wasn't me. No, this wasn't me. No, this wasn't um, you. No, <laughs> we had a very similar conversation. <laughs> no, but you know, I said a similar thing. You know, people are asking for things, and I, I, how, how do you deal with it? And and you kind of said the same thing. And then I said, okay, well, what the hell? Like, why is this happening to me? Kind of thing. And you said, well, on some level, you invite this, and that was like a baseball bat to the face of like, oh, I understand now. And then I saw it, I, it just suddenly became crystal clear. It was like seeing the matrix all of a sudden, like, oh, I can kind of see the event which caused blah, 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 which, which created the, the boundary challenge, should we say. So why do you think you were inviting it? Oh, um, people pleasing, uh, scarcity of opportunity. So wanting to uh, field as many opportunities as possible and uh, wanting self-worth by having people asking things of me because I wasn't confident in the self-worth. So I mm. needed people to want me to need me. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking important. Because you can imagine like your example, like only one person asked you for advice in 12 months, like lesser people would be like, maybe no one gives a fuck, right? Maybe no one respects yeah. me. And no, that's why no one wants advice. But it takes like a very strong, confident, self-assured person to be like, this is the reason because I've, I've shut it down at the, at the roots. Yeah. 
It's interesting. So I want to ask you a follow-up question to that. You were saying that you were opening these kind of doors so that people will ask you. Were you subconsciously hoping they'll ask you, even though you'd say no? Because then you'd feel at least like I said no to options. I said no to people across, and that means I'm desired in some way. No, no. It was a, it was a scarcity thing, a, a self-worth thing where I, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to succeed without you know, without connections, without, uh, without interactions, without pleasing people, without people pleasing. And then when the actual repercussions happened, which I kind of didn't connect initially, where I have lots of people asking for lots of things, I was like, I, well, I, I can't, like now this has suddenly come to light that if I want to succeed as to who I want to be, I can't field everything. I can't deal with everything. So I need to start saying no. You okay, so here's a big thing. Is it only can't or also you don't need to? Coming to that recognition. So yeah, one, I can't physically, which was probably yeah. what, you know, what started off the, oh shit, I need to fix this. And then two, then you get to the realization. Then I got to the realization of, of more abundance of like, I don't need to, and I need to start being more intentional with this. And then I kind of started to like come up with this concept of like, call it intentional networking or whatever like that, where you're just more, yeah, more intentional about it. And then that's how I've kind of, processed what you've said but yeah it's essentially i was inviting it i was 100 percent inviting it out of gone do you remember what we said about what kind of people you should hang out with are we allowed to say this on air emil we're allowed to put you on the spot how do i i can't remember (laughs) what what did i say yes you do (laughs) you do recognize man it's like if you're trying to do exceptional things in your life you don't have room for unexceptional people that's just the reality of it yeah, I mean, you know, for sure. And, and you know, that's not even that that's essentially what essential uh, intentional networking is. And on a very, you know, very understandable level, there's there's certain interactions which drain energy and which make you feel like shit and which don't add value to your life. And then there's certain interactions which light a fire in your fucking soul and make you feel amazing. And, and as an introvert, when I gain energy from an interaction, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, that mm. was powerful. That was incredible. And then I kind of realized, okay, how can I find more of these? Because this is now my standard. So I think also like the big thing in finding more of those is you have to eliminate everything that doesn't do that. You can't yeah, have opportunity everything. Cost. That's you can't, exactly. Yep. And, that, and that, that's yeah. another realization is, you know, by saying yes to everything, you're saying no to a hell of a lot of things. Yeah. Which, yeah. but then once you start like zooming out perspective and you're like, okay, I spent 50% of my time with draining interactions and 50% with amazing ones. Like why 50-50? Like why not 95 energizing I think, interactions? Again, I think it's because you're not clear on what interactions you need and what serves you. It's like, again, that's what I'm saying. The moment you can really get clear on what you want out of life, you can set your priorities. The moment you can set your priorities, the boundaries kind of just happen. And then yeah, you don't so give this, space. I wonder if this you is don't just like your... No, it's not that I don't like it. It's just this, this feels like it feels robotic. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like I'm, you know, all about the cyborg, but it just, I, I for, for mere mortals, it just feels like there's a, yeah, just say what you want. Cause I don't feel that that was the case for me. Like, I, I think you weren't clear I, on what you want. Agreed, you but didn't I, say what you want. That was a big issue. You weren't clear on what you want. So let, let's put it this way. Let's say we mean you were having a discussion. We're having, let's say an argument over something. If I'm absolutely certain about the facts and I know my side of it and I'm like, this is just fact and this is just truth and you have no idea what you're talking about and I have that confidence, I'll voice it out. 
if I don't have confidence in what I'm saying, because I'm not really assured of it, then I'll probably take a back seat and let you challenge me. I'm saying you weren't extremely confident and assured about what you actually want. And therefore, whenever somebody would challenge that, you would be willing to accept it. You know, and maybe I do want to stay out late to do this. Maybe I do want to hang out with these people or whatever it may be. I'm saying that's the thing. Once you have assurance on really what you want, you're more confident to speak up. But this is where I think the cyclical nature comes in, because I don't think people decide what they want like that. I think they decide what they want and then they see how the boundaries and interactions and, and real life scenarios fit in with that. And then they go back and refine what they want and then they go back and, you know, re recheck their boundaries. And then it kind of goes back and forth. Because for me, it didn't happen overnight. It's been an ongoing process and it will continue to be an ongoing process. And I make mistakes. I agree with you on a high level, but I think there needs to be added context to it. So I think the stress testing it, so to speak, like you said, like going out there and testing your boundaries and all that, that would probably take honestly 10% of the effort. I think 90% of the effort that will create the 100% of the result will be really focusing and establishing what you want, getting clear on who you want to be and what you want. And that's the thing that most people don't do. And like, unless you do that, you, you can't actually stress test anything. And that's why I say, this is what I always, what I preach, get clear on who you, who you are, what you want to do in your life. And then the boundaries will kind of come from there. Most people don't know that. And just telling most people them don't to, know that. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and telling people to figure it out. Like there, there, there's a gap there. Like, it's not something that you're like, Oh shit, I should have just figured it out. Like, okay, give me two minutes. Let me figure this out. Like it, it takes time. Who, okay. So can't... this is the, I agree, but why is it wrong to tell people, listen, this is important. So take the time and put in the work and then you can have the rewards afterwards. Like, I don't agreed. honestly, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Agreed. I'm not saying it's easy. Let's I'm, this I'm, I'm not saying the figuring stuff is easy. I'm just saying it's necessary, yeah. but I'm trying all, to all, the, all a... the energy people waste on it. Sorry. I'm just going to go to a little bit of a rant, but all the time people and time and effort and energy and angst people waste on trying to effectively enforce their boundaries could be yeah. much better spent elsewhere. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. My point is in the real world, right where we live it doesn't happen like that and it inevitably becomes a cyclical thing because people aren't going to spend you know three days in meditation trying to figure out exactly what they want and how much is just societal programming and parental influence and you know validation from their peers and, and bullshit and how much they truly truly want it's a cyclical thing exactly like your arena right it goes round in loops and you, you peel off the layers of the onion like shrek which you've never seen um still <laughs> it's killing you that i've never seen drag <laughs> it's ridiculous um when my son but, gets to that age i'll watch it with him exactly exactly and he'll be like 10x more wise than you from it um <laughs> but like what you want as the top layer has a certain set of boundaries but then you peel to the next layer and that changes like what you want changes as you mature as you grow as you figure shit out and therefore the boundaries will change as well like it, it's uh, like in real life i mean maybe i'm talking from my experience maybe i'm shit at this maybe i haven't dedicated enough time to this maybe i'm still I mean, not crystal clear i can tell you this i'm speaking of this less from theory and more from like i this is something i do with my clients all the time a lot of them have to establish boundaries and it's a lot of issue that a lot of them have and when i've tried at the beginning to say okay like what are quick wins what are boundaries you should set in your life when i was just beginning coaching it never worked there's yeah. always that layer of resistance. Like, I don't want to do that though. Cause then like, these yeah, people yeah. judge me. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be an unpleasant person. Like th these are polite people. So yeah, why yeah. should I leave this mastermind or 
exit this WhatsApp group or leave this group of friends that I've known for a long time. Yeah. That doesn't work. Once we actually establish, okay, yeah. forget about this for a second. What do you really want out of life? And they say, okay, this is what I want. And we figure that out and we nail it in. Again, it gets refined, but we nail it in like a basic version of V1. Yeah. Then we can say, okay, honest perspective. If somebody wanted this, this V1 of what they want out of life, can they pull it off while also having this in their life? These people, this WhatsApp group, that mastermind, these weak boundaries with parents, with family members, yeah. with contractors, whatever it may be. Is this possible? Yeah. And then they're like, dang, that's not possible. And I yeah. think that gives them the realization then, okay, I need to live up to this. Agreed. 100%. We're on exactly the same page here. V1, set of boundaries. Those boundaries unlock V2. V2, new boundaries. Boundaries, they unlock V3. Layers of an onion. I feel we're on the same page. I feel like I, feel like I want to give a lot more emphasis to getting clear on who you are and being comfortable with who you are. And I think yeah. the comfortable maybe is like the fact that what I haven't been speaking, because I think the stress testing, it, it's less, honestly. I give it less weight. I think so, once you do, you, once you get clear on what you want, once you get comfortable with who you are and being that person that you're trying to be, the, the rest of it, the stress testing and all that, like it's, it doesn't weigh as much. So, so let's, let's reframe it from stress testing and then potentially move on to the second example. But let's reframe it from stress testing to, to expanding to the limits of your current capability and then living those boundaries. And then those boundaries unlock new limits of capability. It's not stress testing to check it. It's literally working at your limits, which then unlocks the next level. What do you mean by boundaries? What do you think of the boundaries that you hit? Well, like for example, five years ago, I left, or seven years ago now, whatever, I left a WhatsApp group because it was just like, they were, they were taking the piss out of me for posting on Instagram, right? And lol, jokes on them. Um, and like, that was me. I knew I wanted to be something and I had some boundaries and I acted on them. Like who I want to be now, seven years later is a totally different person. Like, you know, WhatsApp groups, I'm, I'm super easy to leave. Like that's a very strong boundary, but there's new boundaries now, which I'm kind of trying to figure out. And so there's a new version of me. And I imagine in five, 10 years time, there'll be another new version, which requires new boundaries. No. Do I have your permission to challenge you on that? Always, always. All right. So I don't think, I think it's less honestly to do with a new version of you. It's more to do with you becoming more and more comfortable in your own skin and not seeking out validation and all that. Now, when you go to higher, higher levels and now you're not working, networking, let's say your WhatsApp group all of a sudden is not those seven guys from back home who never did anything, but now there are other seven figure or eight figure entrepreneurs then you feel a bit awkward about setting your boundaries there because you're not sure your worth is up there yet. And I think it really is about the more, the stronger of an internal relationship you have with yourself, the easier it'll be to fully understand what you want and what your boundaries are, regardless of the surroundings. And I don't think that changes that much over time. It really is, that's the key domino. Once you're able to be at peace with the person you are, mm. that's what really makes all the difference. So as soon as you can live your true self, you're sorted, like authentic as fuck, done. It's, it's not that you're sorted authentic as fuck and all that kind of jazz. It's just that what others say or how they will judge you for these boundaries, it doesn't really matter. So that's why it's not difficult enforcing them. I was saying that tongue in cheek because like, that's I, like, I, 
what you're saying is entirely correct. I just don't think people can move from where they are now to that in like one step, one like workshop over a weekend. I'll say this, man, the proof is in the pudding. I can tell you that like I've seen people do this. I've seen people do this and I've seen the change it causes. If it's uncomfortable for them at first, absolutely. But they still do it. It's like, they're always going to be, let's put it this way. No one's going to be a hundred percent self-assured. There's always going to be a little bit of doubt. That's a courage gap. You got to jump. And once you understand yeah. how, like what you really want and you're starting to be like fairly at peace with yourself, you can make that little courage jump and just say, this isn't for me anymore to be really yeah. clear about it. Like, yeah. I think it be, and honestly, like, I don't love how you're talking about this, right? Because you're saying this is hard. I'm like, yes, but this is what's necessary. And I think that's the big realization. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm trying to figure it out basically like this is not me being uh obtrusive or what's the word obstructive it's me literally like trying to visualize that kind of end goal and maybe i'm visualizing it wrong maybe i'm thinking about it wrong but yeah i think you're thinking about it externally you're saying okay when i a meal from five years from now he'll have different goals so those goals will have to be protected in different ways he'll have to have set different yeah. boundaries yeah yeah i don't think so I think if Emil in five years from now was fully at peace with himself, he would be able to create the boundaries with the same amount of ease. Forget about what they are, but they establish them and enforce them yeah, with the yeah, same yeah. amount of ease as Emil from 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Yeah. And that's the key point. And, and I suppose what I'm saying is going from normal or whatever to fully self-assured is, is tough. That's a process. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. That's a, that, it's not like... Yeah, but okay, but I think the way you go to from let's call it how you said normal to fully self-assured, that's not by establishing boundaries. The boundaries are a byproduct of you doing that, having done that already. Yeah. And that's what I think the problem is. People focus too much on enforcing boundaries. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. like a step number three that just yeah, happens yeah. as a natural byproduct instead of focusing really establishing who they are and then being comfortable with that and establishing why they should be comfortable with that, why it's valid for them to be comfortable with that, at peace with themselves. And that's what I'm saying. The more energy is focused on that the more boundaries just naturally get enforced because people say like, oh, this, this is who Emil is. There's no point in me challenging this. So, so I agree with that point entirely. And I think for the purposes of the podcast and, and kind of diminishing returns, we, we should kind of move on to the next example. But I, think, I do think that if I'm thinking this, there's at least a few other people who are thinking along those lines. So I think there is value to, our, to the discussion we had. But that last point, I agree. So the, the, to sum that section up, focus on being self-assured focus on what you want and the boundaries will come as a kind of the downstream effect. effect exactly the downstream effect exactly so so in health it would be focus on living a healthy lifestyle and losing some fat will be a very pleasant downstream effect it's it's putting the horse before the cart kind of thing a hundred percent a hundred percent and that's why like i can talk about the other case studies but really that's over our principle for all of them that's really yeah. what it is. It's just like establish that and it'll happen as a downstream effect. The other case studies I can talk about are just like, I just want to talk about simple things. People just well, recognizing the, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, go through them at least briefly, because I think with this kind of thing, the more people can relate to this and relate to specific cases, the more they'll be able to implement it, the more it will click. So yeah. I think cover them. I mean, we don't need to have that big discussion again, but cover them, cover them for sure. Okay. So 
an example that's interesting that just came up. So a couple of people are starting out the, the mindset accelerator and they asked me about establishing boundaries and I let them see the interview we did here with Scott a couple episodes back and how he talked about having to let go of a lot of people in his life and how that was really challenging. And I think boundaries is the toughest thing where you still feel a pull from your past as far as like, I owe these people something, even if you don't really, but it's just a, a sense that you owe them something because they helped you without really wanting to help you. So for example, Scott, it was a lot of the people he hung out with in jujitsu. Like they provided, they facilitated a place for him to train and do something he really enjoyed, but they weren't positive people. A lot of them are like really, really ruined their life. It's they live in, in Bangkok. There's a lot of ways there. You can really turn your life into the wrong direction. And he still felt obliged to be friendly with them, to help them because they're in a way helping him just by being his training partners, even though they ha don't have that intentionality. They're not actually making a conscious effort to sacrifice something for him. And I think that's a really big thing to recognize that sometimes these people who have contributed in our lives in some way, we have to have the humility to recognize that if we want to get to where we want to get to, th this doesn't work. We're not supermen. We can't put everybody on our back and go. I think having that humility to say, I have to set boundaries also from a place of humility, that if I want to get to where I want to get to, I can't afford to do this. It's just not possible. That's very freeing because guilt, like you said, that whole self-assurance, it's not 100%. We still have guilt. We still feel bad about it. But if we can come from it from a place of humility, it relieves a lot of that. Yeah. And I like that you frame that as humility because a lot of people will see that as uh, as savage and wanting to please people but then I think what happens and correct me if I'm wrong is that you resent those interactions even though you're trying to be there for those people you resent them because you're not quite living your true self you know where you want or know you should be and therefore they sense the resentment and actually no one is being served by that relationship so you dragging it along is not helping them like you think you are and it's not helping you for sure To be honest, that may be true. That's never just how I thought about it. I thought about it from honestly a more, um, a more pragmatic, I guess, perspective of saying, who are the people in your life that you actually care about? And you want to help. You have to choose. You can't help everybody. You can't put everybody in your back, especially those who don't actually want to go for the ride. And like how you were saying with those people that were making fun of you for building your personal brand on Instagram and here you are today. Like, those are the people that you don't actually want to help in your life. I think establishing that, who do I actually care about their opinion of me and who do I not? Again, that'll allow you to enforce boundaries. Because you're saying these people are, it's not relevant what they think. It doesn't serve me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a slightly different example as in those WhatsApp people were actively negative influence. They were being dicks. Whereas this is kind of, they're not, they're, they're not trying to, they're not, they're not bad people. They're just that's that's when it's much. That's when it's harder. Actually, that's when you sure. have to enforce the boundaries even more strict because you can't exactly sure. you can't just write them off. Oh, they're being negative people. They've done nothing wrong. Exactly. Exactly. But they so that's the thing. They have done nothing wrong, but their presence Correct. is doing something wrong in your life. Correct. And that's the recognition. Now, with that comes a sense of guilt. But they're good people. They're polite. Whatever yeah. it be. And that's when you have to have the humility. So you yeah. know what? I can't move forward if they're still going to be like this. That's just the reality. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I hear you. Um, and that's where I kind of think that kind of justification in air quotes is it, it can kind of help people see how that makes sense. 
logically it's a process that people can go through to say this isn't serving either of us so it's not that I'm cutting them loose and you know they're going to drown actually this is not serving either of us it's not serving them it's not serving me maybe this is a bullshit justification but it might gone uh, yeah it's like the word justification is interesting I just think it's an honest realization it's not a justification it's just the truth that's the reality of it it's like yeah. saying like they're going to drown even if you help them or even if you don't some people just want to drown honestly some people just want to stay in the same place they are yeah you being there or not is not going to make any difference it's only going to impact you negatively for yeah. them honestly it might impact them positively it might feel like oh i get to talk shit or i get to say this or i get to do that i feel good about myself for a little a little tiny bit yeah 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 and yeah i mean i i spoke to my therapist a lot about this last year some people just don't want to be helped and, and you trying to help them is negative for both them and for you and like just to be clear or at least from my point of view this is much less about like pure like all right if people earn less then you know you need to ditch them that kind of bullshit it's not about it's not about money it's about energy it's about mindset it's about so many other things the set of values as well. it sets exactly that exactly that so just to be clear this isn't simply about oh i just need to hang out with you know 20 figure entrepreneurs otherwise it's fucking pointless it's it's yeah. so much more in depth than that so uh, just to double down on what you're saying i think one of the most exhausting experiences we have in life are when we're trying to upkeep our values against people who don't have the shared values and we're in that we're in a situation where we really have to fight to maintain that so if you're a very ethical person like this was scott's example like he really wants to be an ethical person who does good by people and he's a family man and so on and so on. And you have people that are doing very much the opposite things. That's going to create an energy drain. Yeah. And I think that's why you have to humility say like, I can't deal with this energy drain. Same thing with the guy from the accelerator who just left that what same WhatsApp group to yours. Probably it was probably an energy drain. He was like, I don't want to do this with my life, but man, these people have been with me for a long time. I met them at school, whatever it may be but it's an energy drain. Setting those boundaries, that gives you all the energy to do the positive things you want in your life. Yeah. And Can I wrap this podcast up with a bar? With a bar? With a bar. Oh, you don't oh, know that. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I do know, actually. I've seen the notes. Go on. You see the notes. I, I love this. Like, so first off, I'm a Jay-Z fan. He has so, like, you don't get from where he was to where he is without having a tremendous amount of, of wisdom, honestly. And I love this one song. It says, if you can't already see, I am worried about y'all because I'm already me. And it really is all that is. It's like, if you're already you and you're comfortable with yourself, you don't worry as much about other people. And that's what I'm trying to say about this whole boundary stuff. Focus on being comfortable with you. The boundaries will happen as a byproduct. It really is that simple. It's yeah, not easy, think, but it's simple. I think that's a great way to, to, round off, to round off that podcast. That sums it up. Let's not spoil it by saying any more. Sounds good. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go, though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations. Go big and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamomryan.com slash three ideas. 
Two is the Emotional Fortitude Micro Course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and confidently tackle any goal. It's the complete, nothing held back, emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamarmorani.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that would allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins.